This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. I'm sure by now everyone knows that this Matzah Shabbos we begin Slichas. So it's uh, worth to spend a little bit of time understanding some of the sources upon when to begin saying Slichas. If you look in the Rishonim, it's really even earlier in the Ga'inim, there are different time periods of customs, when exactly to start reciting slichas. So if you look already, the Ga'inim, Rishonim, they quote one practice, which we're all familiar with, which is what the Svarim do today, recorded in the Shulchan Aruch, that you start saying slichas already from Rosh That's one common practice found in quite a few Rishonim. There's another interesting Abu Draham. Abu Draham writes a practice that the, the Mata Ephraim says he never saw anyone do, that they start saying uh, slichas tezvav el. Interesting date. Tezvav El. That's a very minority opinion in the Rishonim. Then there's another sheet in the Rishonim, which is found in the Rambam. It's found in quite a few Goidim. Is that we talk, don't say any Slichas until our Sarah made Shuvah. The first time we start saying Slichas is only after Rosh Hashanah. Up till Rosh Hashanah, there is no recitation of Slichas. That's the third practice found in the Rishonim. And the final practice, which is uh, mentioned by the Ran in Rosh Hashanah, is that you start saying Slichas on Chof Hei El. 25th day of El, so we have the 15th of El, the 25th day of El, the first day of El, and then according to the last opinion of the Rishonim, we don't start at all until Aser Shimei Tshuva. What do we Ashkenazim do? So we have four opinions in the Rishonim, and us Ashkenazim come at a total left field. The Torah writes, Minag Ashkenaz, what is the Ashkenazic opinion? Is none of those. But we have a, a, a very strange configuration. What we do is, the Sunday before Rosh Hashanah, go figure that. We had four opinions in Rishonim when to start, and we pick the Sunday before Rosh Hashanah. So the Vilna going tries to explain how maybe the Sunday before Rosh Hashanah it might really be the same Shita as Chafei Elul. Okay, it needs discussion. But that's what we Ashkenazim do. We start the Sunday before Rosh Hashanah with a, t- a condition that we have to have at least four days of Slichas in before Rosh Hashanah. So this year when Rosh Hashanah falls out the way it does, we have to go an entire week before. Why do we have to have four days before Rosh Hashanah when we say Slichas? So there are two standard reasons given. One reason is found actually in the Rishonim, because we want to have, we're going to be short four days that you can't fast. How are we going to be short four days you can't fast? Because we have two days Rosh Hashanah, Shabbat Shuvah and Erevim Kippur. Now the truth is a very, very big Macholikish Rishonim whether or not you are not allowed to fast on Rosh Hashanah. It's very possible you are allowed to fast on Rosh Hashanah, but this is the standard reason. Given four days you can't fast, so to make up for the four days that we can't fast during Yom Narayim, we have uh, Slichas four days before Rosh Hashanah. Now that obviously sounds very funny, because we're talking about days in the future, and we're going to say four days of Slichas now, to make up for the four days I can't, I can't, some of those days are in the future, right? Rosh Hashanah, Erev Kippur is in the future, but okay, that's the reason given. Delia Rabba gives the other reason that we're familiar with, which is, that we want to have four days of Bikr Amum. We know a carbon needs to go through four days of checking and searching to make sure it's clean of all blemishes. So we too need to have four days that we go through uh, Slichas before we're ready for the Yoyim Adin. So those are the four opinions in the Rishonim. And then there's what we do practically for Ashkenazim. Well, when you check on an animal before it's brought for a carbon, it needs to be checked for four days to make sure it doesn't have any mumim that render it unable or unfit to be brought as a carbon. So we too go through the similar process. When exactly is the preferred time to say slichas? So none of us, at least in most shuls around the world, do not say slichas at the real most muhudar preferred time. Why is that? If you look in the Torah, it's also found in the Shulchan Aruch, the preferred time to say slichas every night is right before Alois HaShachar. Alois HaShachar is 514. That means you'd have to call slichas for like 445. 
I'm unaware of too many minyanim where they have slichas at 4.45 a.m. every single day. Are they just? Oh, really? Really? Every single day. That's what it says in Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch writes, the best time to say slichas is right before Allah is a Today, you're not going to find too many minyanim that are doing it. The Matafraim already writes, Matafraim lived already in the 1800s. He says, already it's just too difficult. It's going to throw off your whole day. We already stopped doing it. So, um, but that's really the preferred time to say the slichas. However, However, the rest of us, we say slicha sometime in the morning. Now, Rabbi Vajah has an interesting truth in Yechav where he talks about, let's say, because the Sfarim say it for so many days, it sometimes gets very difficult. Mm-hmm. So he suggests, and I think some Sfarim do this, and even some Sfarim yeshivas do this, that they have slichas before mincha. Because technically, you can say slichas the whole day. Earlier in the day, it's preferred, but it's acceptable the whole day. So I think in some Sfarim Shekehillas, I think some of the Sfarish yeshivas, when it gets too much, after, you know, day after day for a month, it gets a lot. So they talk and say slichas before mincha. But technically, Mekra and slichas can be recited the whole day. When is slichas not supposed to be said? At Laila. Nighttime. Why is slichas not to, not to be said at nighttime? Because we all know that nighttime is din, and slichas is rachimim, and those two should never go together. There's a famous Magen Avram. It's an interesting, because the Magen Avram is not what you think it would be. The Magen Avram is not in Hilchas Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. He's actually in Hilchas Tainis. It's the Magen Avram. It's in Metovka of Samachim. He writes the following. Writes the Magen Avram. One should not recite any slicha or any Yudgimu Midas, Hashem Hashem Karachum, before Chatzais, when it's nighttime. So this obviously presents a very big dilemma because you're not supposed to say these things at night. So why do we do it after Chatzais? So the answer is after Chatzais, even though it's still night time, it's a little bit of a calmer time. So from Shkia till Chatzais is the worst time to say, to say Slichas, or you give Omidas. And the best time is at 4.30 in the morning. But from 1 to 4.30, those three hours, it's, it's okay to say. It's not the best, but it's not terrible like it is before Chatzais. So this takes us to the, um, the, the ever-famous Tshuva of Rav Maisha, which has been so, so misused over Jewish history, and it's shockingly, it's still misused. Ad hayoyim azeh, this tshuva for Rav Moshe. So I figured, let's read a little bit of it to get the idea. Rav Moshe was asked the following, Shailah is in Igris Moshe, Arachayim Chelek Beisim and Kofay. Rav Moshe was asked the following question. Note the date on the tshuva. I always point that to my Talmudim, it's always important to look at the dates of the tshuva to understand where this took place in history. So the tshuva tells us it was in Tov Shin 1960. What was the Shaila? Now you have to read the Shaila carefully. The people were afraid to go out that late at night. It doesn't say they didn't want to. It doesn't say they didn't want to move their car. It doesn't say there wasn't parking. They were afraid. I don't know where this tube was written. I don't know which part of the world or what's going on in 1960. What? Could have been anywhere. Right? 1960 was a rough time. So the, the case was, the, you guys, this, is, this is where people misuse Rav Moshe's Shuvah. They were afraid to go out late at night. And they came to Rav Moshe and they wanted to know, is it permissible to recite the, the Slichas before Chatzos? That was the Shailah to Rav Moshe. And Rav Moshe's answer, he goes through a couple of Cheshbonis. First of all, Rav Moshe points out, he says, first of all, this din, is not a, it's not a Gemara. It's not a halacha in the Gemara that you're not allowed to say vidui and you're not allowed to say slichas before chatzos. He says it's a pikabola. He says avada. If you do it, the tefillas count, but it doesn't give your tefillas the best shot. That's basically what Ramosha tells him. It does not give your tefillas the best chance that they can have to be able to be heard. So Zok Ramosha, if it's either this or nothing, 
Now, I'm not sure why they couldn't dive in Sunday morning. I don't, I, again, this is, Ramesh's shuvas are like a broken telephone a little bit. You don't get the whole story. I don't know why they couldn't do it Sunday morning. For example, I know many shuls who don't have Matzah Shabbos because they have a Sunday morning. No problem. But Ramesh said that if it's not tonight at 10 o'clock, it's not happening. There's going to be no slichas. So Ramesh gave his famous psak, and Ramesh said he thinks, Bishasat Chak, you can be saying on the sheet and the on the sheet and the Gemara that you don't have to wait till Mamish Chatzos, but you have to wait till Ramosha says an hour and forty minutes before Chatzos. An hour and minute, an hour and forty minutes before Chatzos takes us to about early elevens, eleven ten. Chatzos is twelve fifty, so you go back an hour and forty takes it to a little after eleven. Still not the ten o'clock slichas that people daven, but that's a different discussion. Now Ramosha is saying he writes over and over in the Tshuva. He writes over. He writes everyone should know that this is a Hayros Shah. This was a psach for a specific situation. And he writes, You have to spread it and let everyone know. This was a psach for this year because of whatever difficulties they were having. And next year, say slichas at chatzais. So which shul under the sun has, can say, Moshe said they can say slichas in the years today, I don't understand it. Now, we'll see, there might be other heterim. But to say that Ramosha permitted slichas before Chatzos is a very, 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 very weak heter. Because Ramosha's truva is clearly not talking about that time. Then Ramosha brings up another problem. First of all, you're not allowed to say Tachanun uh, after, before Chatzos. Then Ramosha brings up another problem, you're not allowed to say Vidoy after, after before Chatzos and Matzah Shabbos, because it's still a Hemshech of Matzah Shabbos. So Ramayushi says, no, to that we can survive. That we'll call a hirosho, and therefore you could say the vidui, and you can't say the tachanon, you can still say the vidui, and slichus should and may continue even before chatzos. Now, Ramayushi's head is absolutely not a heter today. I, I'm unaware of most of the Jewish communities where we live, and I'm talking about communities I know that have the early slichus, they're not afraid to go out of their house. It's absolutely not true. They might not want to go out of their house at 12.45 at night, but it's not because they're afraid or because their streets are dangerous. You know, Baruch Hashem, our streets are, 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 are pretty good. Obviously, nothing's perfect, but I don't think anyone's afraid to leave their house at 12.30 today. So that heter is the not going to fly. Rebbe Vadi Yosef in Yechavadas comes up on a chat. He says, maybe the way the clocks work is that we work at Chatzos in Eretz Yisrael. So by the time 11 o'clock p.m. in America, it's way after Chatzos in Eretz Yisrael. It might even be almost uh, right before Alois HaShachar. So maybe that's the way we work the clock. So then he wants to say, maybe it's justified to say the slichas early in America because we're going to piggyback off of the clock in Eretz Yisrael. Also seems to be a very difficult heter. Then they quote B'Shem 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 They say B'Shem B'Shem Orbach was originally very against early slichas and he put a big stink about it. Now the truth is the matter Ephraim himself writes in the Sefer, if you're in shul and they're down slichas early, now, let's say, for example, you're sitting in the shul learning and they're diving 9.30 slichas and there are shuls like that. He says you're not allowed to answer with them. You're not allowed to participate with them. You have to just sit there and do and learn or whatever. Do not join the group. The group is 100% incorrect and you're not supposed to join them. That's how serious the Matafraim took this. And therefore, Rabbi Shalom Zalman initially was very against it. Then they told him that in Poland, a lot of Rabbanim will make So he, at the end of his life, they say he took a little bit more of a softer spin on the early Slichas and he wasn't terribly against it. But they say in some Hasidic courts, I think they say Karlin, they talk to say Slichas relatively earlier than before Chatzot. But in most of the Jewish communities, it's been discovered that we don't say slichas before the chatzos. And I always point out to people, don't look at this as, as the rabbis are restricting you. Look at them, giving you, they're trying to give you the best shot. Your tefillahs are stronger after chatzos. They're weaker before chatzos. So why do you want to give your tefillahs the weaker chance to, to, to be successful? If you're going to say slichas before chatzos, you'll be a little tired. So you'll sleep Sunday. No. 
So what? Instead, you're going to say slichos at ten o'clock, be in bed by eleven, and what? Your tefillos have a half a shot. It's not worth it. It's a bad investment. Think about it as if you'd be investing money. You want your best investment for your money. So to me, saying slichos before chatzos is just a bad investment. So it's been pretty nescabla. It's getting better over the generations, where most of the clients are awake. So in this shul, we're really machmir. But we don't just wait for chatzos. We wait for ten minutes after chatzos because there's machloikis achreinim to the Bliashman and Flem Zalman, what are you not allowed to say before Chatzos? Right? A lot of things you can say, right? The Lashon of the Magad of Rome was Slichus and Vidui. So you have to know that in the, in the, in the Slichus, you first have an Ashray, then you have a Kaddish, then you have Lachal Hashem and then you finally get to the Vidui. That could be five minutes in, seven minutes in, especially if you have a Chazan, it could be even longer. So what are you not allowed to start? So this is why if you look around different shuls, you'll see different things. In Flem Zalman or Bachel, the only thing you can't say before Chatzos is the Vidui. So you can start at 12.40, and you'll, you'll catch till 12.50, and then you'll say the Vida. Rebel Yashiv and others, and I think this is the simple reading of the Magna of Rome, in my opinion, said, no, you can't say anything, not even Ashray. That's why many places start at 12.50. But in our shul, even firmer than that, we wait till 1 o'clock. This way, we're Yaitza Alashitas and Alachumas. I did see in one of the uh, papers in Square, they start at 1.20, so maybe we have room to work. We're still behind them. They start Slichas 1.20 every year, Matzah Shabbos. But make right then we don't have to start so late. We can really start earlier. But, right, right. There, the whole schedule is a little off. But that's, if you want to look around, you'll see different minhagim, you'll see different shuls manim, that's the nekuda. A shul that's calling slichas at 1240 holds like Yom Shem and a place that calls it for 1250 holds like Rebel The last thing that, that's negated to the Matzah Shabbos slichas is that we know there's a big emphasis on the shots wearing a talus at the slichas. It's based on the Gemara. Gemara says the Kashbaruch who showed Moshe Benu with the, to put on a talus and it impacts the davening very significantly. The problem is at night we generally don't wear a talus because of the Shiloh of Bracha. So the talus suggests that what you should do is you should wear the talus of a friend, a borrowed talus. Have in mind you're only wearing it l'chavid and not l'shem levisha and then you don't have to make a bracha. But you should not use a talus from the shul because the talus from the shul is really yours especially if you pay membership. It's, it's par- partially yours. So the accepted practice is what most people do is they use they borrow from a friend. Let's say you don't have a friend to borrow from, you're the only person. So the place can say in that case, you should put on the talus. So the talus is extremely important. To say slichas when on a talus is really a big deal. Most of us say, yeah, big deal. No, no, slichas is a one-time talus. is extremely, extremely important. But if you don't have a talus, you don't have a talus. But if you have your own talus, and that's the only other option, then you should put on the talus, but not recite the bracha, because at the end of the day, it is still uh, Lila, and Lila, we don't make a bracha on a talus.